1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between –
4: a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
5: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.
3: oh yeah it is the i couple i'm chris broussard alongside my partner rob parker and we are coming to you live from the fox sports radio studio we'll do it live we have a fantastic show for you today So keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. Uh, Big game tonight, Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Boston won Game 3 to go up 2-1. Game 4 is in Boston. And if the Celtics win tonight, not definitely over, but only one team has ever come back from 3-1 down. And we know that that was the Cavaliers of LeBron James against these very Golden State Warriors in 2016. So they will be facing an uphill battle. So needless to say, it is a pivotal game for them tonight. Steph Curry is playing. Um, We'll see how that foot, does it bother him at all? Does it hinder him and hamper him at all? Or is he fine? They're going to need a big game out of him and several other players. So uh, we'll definitely get y'all prepped up for that. And get into many other things as well. Let me welcome in my partner. Uh oh, he's okay. We're having some technical difficulties right now. Rob is uh we haven't we don't have him yet. Of course, he had his big debut on stage last night at the comedy store. And I saw a clip and it looked like he was a a, a big uh hit. Uh, I heard he tore the house down, and it, it looked. I heard that from him, but still. Uh, it looked like it from the clip I saw that he did tear the house down. He got wild, raucous applause, so that's great. And we will play that in the third hour of the show. We will play that, uh, and then we'll open it up to you guys, myself, Rob G., and Alex will comment on it, and then you guys will get to weigh in on it uh, as well, so we do have Rob now. Technical difficulty solved. What's up, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Bouchard? How are you? I am great. I am great. Congratulations on what looked like a uh, booming success last night.
0: It was it was pretty amazing. I I gotta admit, it, it was lit. Monty was there. Uh, Scott was there. Uh, Elijah was there. Big Mike was there. Um, Oh, Big Mike made it. Yeah, Big Mike showed up, too. And who else? Jade from, uh, you know, uh, upstairs. So it was a nice crowd, Fox Sports Radio crowd that showed up and gave support. I hope I didn't miss anybody else. But it was awesome. It really was, Chris. I just had uh, just that little ounce of doubt before you step on the stage. You know, if you're going to. Of course. If if you're going to be funny and what happens if the first joke, you know what I mean? Bombs. But the first joke was an overwhelming like cheer and 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 laughter, and then I was on my way. So it was it was really uh, pretty amazing. So we'll talk about it as yeah as we we'll go get into on it, we'll into it on the it. third yeah. hour
3: and we'll play it as I said and everybody will be at the comment. We got Rick Buker joining us at the bottom of this hour. DJ Alex Teichert in full effect on a Funky Flashback Friday. Let's see what he's got planned. Alex, Been I had a little something for you. All afternoon. Didn't I? So uh, we'll see what he's got. We got super producer Rob G in the house. And on the updates, our man, Steve Dissega. All right, Rob, let's get into it. As I said, big game tonight. Game four of these NBA finals. And uh, they need a big one from Steph Curry. And I was on television all day, first things first, and undisputed with Skip and Shannon talking about Steph. And Nick Wright And Skip Bayless, who obviously don't agree on LeBron James, they do agree on Steph Curry. And they both tried to tear him down and say that he is the most, well, Nick said he's overprotected by the media. And Skip said he's the most overprotected NBA superstar ever replacing LeBron James now. <laughs> wow. And then uh, Skip also said company. he doesn't, right, right. He said he doesn't show up in the final. So I had to give the truth. I wouldn't say defending Steph. I would say presenting the truth. No, I would and say defending Steph. No, nah, I mean, defending him against lies, I'd say, but um, or falsehoods or bad opinions. How about that? Um, but no, I mean, I, I come with the facts. I come with the objective truth, but I'm, I'm going to share with you, Rob, what I said, and then you can give me your thoughts. Now, first of all, I, I went at, is he overprotected by the media? And I said, well, look, if he's overprotected and, I, and I'll stop after I do that, you can comment and and then I'll go into the, I don't want to just go off for seven minutes. So I'll split it up. But Rob, my take is this. If Steph Curry was overprotected, because that's what they were saying, by the media, then we wouldn't be saying he needs a finals MVP, desperately. Because he'd have one. The media vote on that. And whether you think Steph, as I do, should have won the MVP in 2015, the finals MVP, or you think Iguodalo should have won it, which he did, I think everyone would admit it was close. Or most people would admit that. Close enough where had the writers given Steph the MVP, if they had been overprotective, they would have. And it wouldn't have been much of an argument. Maybe there would have been a little debate. Ah, did he deserve it? But it wouldn't have been. I don't think it would have been even as controversial as it is now with Iguodala getting it. Secondly, in 2018, if he was overprotected, Durant won the finals MVP and should have. But Steph averaged one point fewer than Durant. Durant averaged 29, Steph averaged 28. Uh, Steph had 37 points in the closeout game. Durant had 20. My point being, it was close enough, and Durant deserved it. He should have won it to me, and he did. But again, if the media was looking to help Steph out, looking to overprotect him, looking to boost his legacy. It was the second ring. Durant had already won it in 2017, you know, second ring with KD. They could have easily given it to Steph. We've seen players get the finals MVP that were head scratchers, not just Iguadala, but just go- many other ones. And so they could have done that. And then finally, Rob, I'll leave it at this. If Steph Curry was overprotected, he wouldn't have finished eighth, eighth in the MVP voting this year. He is behind Devin Booker. He was behind Ja Morant, who missed a ton of games and whose team, at least record-wise, played better without him. So my point is, we people can talk about what they feel, what they think. It's just a sense. It's just something. But the facts are... You can't point to a media bias for Steph. And so that's my point.
0: Yeah, I I think you got it mixed up when you talk about whether or not people are voting for him for awards. That's not what being overprotective is. Being overprotective and why people think that about Steph is that people don't like to talk like Steph oh he doesn't have to win a finals mvp he's already cemented his legacy i don't care if he's ever made a big shot at the end of the game i i don't care if he's uh in in this finals where he's uh, averaging um in in the, in the fourth quarters no where he's got 6 points in the fourth quarter and a negative 30 on the plus minus. Like those are the things of overprotecting him. You look at the scoring average instead of in, in bigger situations and bigger moments that those points don't, don't shouldn't count nearly as much because of how ugly his fourth quarters have been and, and games like that. So when I talk, when people talk about and skip and, and anybody else in the media, it's more about that. That, that people say, oh, no, Steph doesn't need to do anything. He's good. I, I don't care that he hasn't won the finals MVP. I don't care that he hasn't made a, a big shot late in the game. It's not whether or not somebody voted for him for MVP. That's not about being overprotective. I believe people didn't vote for him because they honestly didn't believe he 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 deserved it. And so that's not wearing overprotective. It's overprotective of who Steph is and his legacy. We Oh, he, he is a better defender. Don't tell me he doesn't defend, even though for most of his career, he wasn't a good defender. And it was about one side of the court. Those are the things that I think when people talk about him being, over, being overprotected by some in the media, they're talking about not whether or not he won or who voted for him or like the media – just pushes stuff and gives them all these awards. I don't think that that's what they're talking about. They're talking about when you start to put somebody on the top of a pedestal and start to look at them and say, they're one of the all-time greats. Okay, was he one-dimensional? Yeah, for most of his career, was just offensive player. Okay, we got that. Uh did he ever – what was his his lasting moment or his moment when he made that big shot and you went, man, Steph is unbelievable. Did you see that three he made to win the series or to win the game or whatever? That's what people are talking about. For whatever reason, Steph doesn't have to answer or check those boxes. So I do believe he's um, one of those guys who's overprotected by the NBA, by, by the NBA um, writers, media, or NBA in general who just – love Steph and think he's the greatest thing. Well, I'll say this to that. There are, and we've talked about the
3: analytics-driven media. A lot of these younger writers are analytics, you know, proponents. And Steph is huge with the analytics because he shoots the three so well. So maybe that may be a reason for it because those same writers, Rob, aren't that high on Kobe, aren't that high on Isaiah Thomas, the legend, because analytically, those two aren't like off the charts, so maybe maybe there's that. But I do think if there was a media bias in general, I think it would show up in the voting. I mean, because a lot of people like when I say I don't well, I think you would even agree his legacy is cemented whether he's a Finals MVP or not. Now, very few people are saying top ten. Shannon Sharp saying he could he I don't know if he's saying he is or will be. I think will be if they win it. Kendrick Perkins saying will be if they win it and he's the MVP. But most people aren't saying he's going to be in the top 10. So I don't know. I mean, I think that – I don't think there's a media push to throw him in the top 10. But when I say he doesn't need a finals MVP, I mean that. Because I, I think the finals MVP is overrated. Because I think when you get this far, it's about winning the championship. I don't care who who's the driving force. Like if Jalen Brown wins this finals MVP – which I think he would and should if it ended now for Boston, I, don't, I wouldn't look down on Jason Tatum. I don't look down on Kareem because he only won finals MVP twice in his six years or six championships. So I just, that's just my belief in that. And so, I, but I think too, that Skip said also, and we'll get this quickly that Steph hadn't delivered in the finals. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Steph's averaged 27, 6, and 5 in the finals. So yeah, he's, well, got the, well, the, the, he's got the uh, 10th highest scoring average in finals history. His 47-point game against Toronto is the 5th highest scoring game uh, in the last 50 years in the finals. In the 50 year, last 50 years, only Jordan, LeBron, Giannis and Iverson have had higher scoring games. Steph is of the fourth quarter. He, I, I'll admit, he is not delivered in the fourth quarter of this series. But overall, he's the only player in finals history to have two fourth quarters where he scores 17 or more points. The only one. Yeah, so but here, I, this notion, but, but. he's got 12 games of 30 or more points in 31 finals appearances. Larry Bird was in 31 finals games. He's got six yeah, but he also, high but, career but, high in the finals was 34,
0: but he also Curry. And, and here's the other one. And why people will look at that is Curry is 0 for 8 on go ahead shots with less than 20 seconds left in his NBA playoff career. All right. He's played in 131 postseason games. Chris, you could say and So you could he's pile not up, been good in the playoffs. No, you could but you, you could said? pile up all the numbers, but that is that a, that, 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 that is a big eight. No, shots it's a don't, it, don't yes, nullify it does. that. Yes, really? It doesn't eight nullify. Nullifies no, it. I, didn't it nullify yes. I didn't say nullify I didn't say okay. nullify, but I'm telling you, it's a big elephant in the room that he has Really? A, yes, to consider him the greatest shooter of all time. But well, he's yet to make a big shot. I'm not the only one. Who uh, else? He has a, I don't know. I don't keep track of no, everybody no name, else. Because everybody, like Reggie Miller. I, I don't know. Uh,
3: uh, they're being Karen nice. Because they were on TV. Being, nice. you know, being nice. I'm going to take Reggie at his word. I'm going to take okay. Reggie at his I'm word. A, I, they're All being right. nice. All right. We're going to throw it out to you guys. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Your turn to weigh in.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob
0: Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport whether you believe in analytics or the eye test we've got all the bases covered new episodes drop every Thursday so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast.
6: I'm Elliot Connie and this is Family Therapy
4: and my best hopes
7: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
9: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host.
3: People quit.
2: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, it's the iCouple. I'm Chrissy's Rob. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, you know where to go. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you are having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one. Battery destination. We got Rick Buker, FS1 NBA analyst, host of the On the Ball with Rick Bucher podcast. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour. But for now, it's your turn. 877-99 on Fox. Is Steph overprotected by the media? And uh a guy that underdelivers, let's put it that way, in the finals.
0: All right, let's kick it off with uh, Carl in Mobile, Alabama. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Carl, on a Friday, what's up?
3: Hey, guys, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I hope you guys have been doing well.
6: Yeah, we good.
0: Everything is good.
3: Good, good. I think he is a little overprotected, and I think it's because he's a smaller player that nobody really expected to be what he has become. And you throw in the fact that he is affable, he's humble, and he's just like a regular guy, and he gets along well with media. So they they do give him a pass. They like Steph, and you know, but um, you know, I don't think anyone thought he was gonna. I think the size is a good point because let's face it, we don't expect as much from smaller players, and most don't lead teams to championships. There's only been two to lead teams to multiple championships, and that's Steph and uh, Isaiah Thomas. And yeah. so, I, you know, if you look at the top ten players of all time, they're all bigger players. And so there
0: there might be something to to that. No doubt about it. All right, let's go to uh, – what we got next? Let's go to Mason in the Bay Area. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Mason?
1: Hey, guys. Love what you guys are doing. You guys are Thank an you. integral part of my day. Thank you, buddy. Great to know, brother. Yes, sir. And so living out here in the Bay Area, you know, I, I see it firsthand every day, the coddling, the worship of Steph. So I think Rob Parker's 100 uh, percent on point. And, but is and that Chris, the local
3: media? I mean, local media a lot of times tends to do that. Um, yeah, not all I understand. The time, but what do you think about the national? Is that you think that's on the national level?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely do because, like you say, he changed the game. But to touch on something that you said, Chris, the media bias, I mean, that's kind of going against something that you guys always preach. Like, you guys don't really have bias and you call it how you see it. So, like, I feel like, you know, he hasn't earned an MVP and he did get that unanimous MVP for the first time ever. I, I just think, you know, he's got his credit where it was deserved, but, like, in the finals he doesn't show up. So How does he not think- show
3: up if he's got? Averaging twenty seven a game
1: because and three rings. the bigger moment and three though. rings. He I mean, shows up, but he just like doesn't do it at the clutch times. He's always had someone to like carry him over the He's done enough to
3: win three championships. Yeah, but Chris, I mean, for him, seriously, but, but I he has to yeah. hit every
0: last. He has to hit the shot. No, last he doesn't shot. have to hit if Every he one, hit a last shot. No, but but it's just one that of takes those away things. everything. It doesn't take away just because people want and to see that. This guy just said he doesn't show up in the finals. Okay, but because th- he hasn't say hit the last shot, it's not just that. It's just the way that
3: Steph- I just. I'm sorry. It, it, when you got three rings, 27 points a game can't be empty calories. That's just
0: foolishness. When you start talking about people being the greatest this and that, people look a little deeper than just the three Most people say he's the greatest shooter. Okay. I I don't know how you can be. Most NBA players we talk to, we say, you need a big shot. Who would you give the ball to? And nobody says Steph Curry. Greg in Virginia. Beach, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Greg? Everybody got a short memory. I'm listening
1: to y'all, and I'm just seeing how clear y'all memory is short. It was an anti-LeBron thing when he, first of all, when they won the championship, they were going to try to give it to LeBron on the losing team. That's why they gave it to Iguodala, because nobody else in the um, Warriors showed up. Then he got a unanimous uh, MVP with LeBron still playing. Everybody doesn't believe that. There's an anti-LeBron sentiment in the NBA anyway. Then you go back and get Draymond Green to go beg Kevin Durant to come to your team that just lost to LeBron. So look at the championships. He went in there the first championship. LeBron went in there without Kevin Love, without Kyrie Irving, the next so year so let's take ahead. away
7: every,
3: let's discredit everybody's championship that won it because that's of just, an injury. I mean, let's, let's take away, let's think. take away Isaiah Thomas's first championship because that, Magic Johnson different. was injured. That's How's that's different? Different, let's though. take away Kawhi's championship in Toronto because Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson were injured. If, if you want to play that game, really? Cause injuries have been a part of a ton of finals. So stop it.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: All right, we're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest host of the On the Ball with Rick Buecher podcast. We welcome in friend of the show, Rick
0: Buecher. What's up, man? What's up, Rick? One of the most... uh, Gentlemen genuine are, are we, are and honest reporters in uh on the bay area. So I just want to say that, Rick. <laughs> well,
3: we were <laughs> sure. I don't look, Rick, we were just talking about is Steph Curry. I went at it with Nick Wright this morning with mm-hmm. Skip Bayless this morning. They say Steph is overprotected by the media. Do you agree with that?
1: No. No. I don't. They, they, I, just
3: like Rob look, said, one of the most honest reporters in the Bay Area. I'm not I'm not anymore. I second right, notion. You, you
1: were before. <laughs> and, and wait a minute. And I want to make but sure let's that hear Rick's, Rick's explanation. explanation. Go ahead, Rick. Go
0: ahead. Let's hear it. Go ahead.
1: Well, does the likability factor influence how Steph Curry is covered? I would say yes. But if we're talking about – I mean, there's two different things here. Like, first of all, what has Steph Curry ever done that would warrant – a reporter or a writer to be hypercritical of him. uh, It's not as if he's walking around saying I'm the best ever. He's not walking around saying I deserve to be in the Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant conversation. He's not doing any of that. So those who debate that can debate that, but I'm not going to hold it against Steph Curry that, People feel like he's wanting or doesn't deserve to be in that category. It would be another. It's a little bit like my my criticism of LeBron James is when he says, "You know, when I when I won it in 2016, right, right. that's when I knew I was the you know I was, I was the, the greatest goal. ever." It's like, dude, <laughs> right. you, one, you don't get to make that call, and two, that's right. a terrible reason cause, right. because because <laughs> it was right. it was a marred finals. So that's where like I, that's if you talk to Steph Steph will honestly in a in a in a candid moment he would tell you I'm not Kobe, I'm not Michael. I don't dominate the way that, I, that with the the way they do. Now have I won the way they have? Yes. And do I try to win the way they do? Yes. But I I think one of the things that I appreciate about Steph is that he knows exactly who he is and who he isn't and it's allowed him to make room for a, a, a Kevin Durant or a Jordan Poole or anybody else coming along the way where he's like I just want to win and it's not important to me that I win with me being the star or getting all of the attention and the accolades and it's why he's been su- as successful as he has so Okay. If that earns him extra credit with the media, look I, look, there are people out there in the media who stump for him yes. who want to say he's the greatest of all time, or he's he's this and he's that. and like uh, okay, you know, I don't agree with that, but I th- that doesn't come from Steph. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to put that on Steph. I'm going to put that on the media who have a misguided. Uh, idea of just how good Steph Curry is.
0: What What do you make of Steph's uh, fourth quarter stats in this final? Six points, three assists, three turnovers, uh, three for ten shooting, zero for three from three, and a negative thirty in the plus minus.
1: I think there's. A, I think it's a combination. I think one, the Boston Celtics have done a great job of wearing him down as the game goes on, by attacking him at, the, at uh, making him play defense and their ability in the fourth quarter to say, we're going to make somebody else beat us. And Klay Thompson can't get a look. And uh, Draymond Green isn't able to make a bucket. And so the ball ends up either sticking with Steph or coming back to him, and he has to take more difficult shots because the, uh, because the spacing isn't there. And particularly with when, the, when the Warriors are trailing – it's more likely than not that, uh, that Steve Kerr is going to go with more of an offensive-oriented lineup, where Jordan Poole is going to get minutes. And uh, and so as a result, you're not getting the same defense, and those numbers are going to, to, to run. in the As far as the plus-minus is concerned, those numbers are going to tra- track in the wrong direction when it comes to Steph's uh, plus-minus. But I don't, I don't put it on – I mean, I think it's just it is great game planning on the part of the Celtics, as opposed to like Steph loses his nerve or his ability to make shots in the fourth quarter. I just think they're infinitely harder to come by and to make uh, in the final twelve minutes, and that's what's the that that that's what has resulted in numbers that don't look good in the fourth quarter.
3: Rick, how do you see? the injury that the foot affected him tonight, he needs a huge game or at least yes. a typical 25 to 30. Uh, Cause we don't know what else anybody else is going to do, but how do you see it affecting him and what type of game you think he gives him tonight?
1: I, I have no doubt that it's going to affect him. I, I've always said it like Steph, Steph has to be right in order to create the space for him to get his shots. He has to be able to move because He's six three, one eighty five. So he's not. It's not like KD he can shoot over somebody. Um, he has to be able to create that space, and he does it with uh, his agility and his change of direction, and uh, and his stop and start moves. And if he's compromised in any way, then that airspace closes, and those game those shots become infinitely more difficult or impossible to be able to get. So that's where. Uh, you know, he can play, and I'm sure he's, he'll he'll get a certain number of buckets, but if you're counting on him to go get 30 in order for them to win, that's not the answer. Uh, the answer is the Warriors have to find a way to make this a, a lower-scoring game and do it at the defensive end mm. uh, rather than think they're going to outscore the Celtics.
0: Rick, last thing from me, uh, Draymond Green, this must be driving uh, the Warriors – front office or management Hmm. crazy when he says that his podcast is just is just as important as his a basketball. I mean what what this seems like to be off the deep end that he can't step away from a podcast for two weeks during the finals.
1: Well I mean number number one I I mean for the last year he has been prepping for the next his, his next career. I mean, I mean, appearing on TNT during the regular right. season, that wasn't something that guys normally did. Uh, and talking as candidly as he does, that's not something that guys normally do. When they still playing, um, right? Yeah, and I'm, and I'm loath to say that, you know, what's the difference between having a podcast and making a movie or some of the other things that guys', guys uh, ancillary uh, interests that they have and, that they, and pursuits that they have, we just don't hear about them. But you leave yourself open to second-guessing and criticism when you're not playing well. There you and guess. there can be the question of whether your attention is diverted or split. And that's the risk that I felt that he ran from the very beginning. And, and there's no defense for that. Like right. the, the, it, my problem is, is that he's being so defensive about it when it is a natural question to ask.
0: Right, right. And here's the other thing. Uh, real quick, Rick, we got 30 seconds, and here's the, the last yep. part. You're, you're, you're engaging with Cornbread Maxwell, who hasn't played in 30 years. Like, yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, Is that necessary?
1: No, no. It, 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 it's not, and it's, uh, you would hope that Draymond, of all people, who considers himself a student of the game, like, uh, look, again, it's another diversion from where right. your attention should be. Like, uh, respect. And I feel the same way with J.J. Reddick and talking about Bob Cousy and Plumbers and Firemen and whatnot. Right, like, right. Respect, respect the guys who came before you because they're one of the reasons why you're making $100 million.
3: No doubt. That's no right. Doubt. All right, Thanks, that's Rick Buker. Great stuff, man. We appreciate great we... you. Can.
1: Yep.
6: My pleasure, guys.
3: You do the All same. All right, Rick. Yep, Shackle City's next. Keep it locked. I a couple Fox Sports Radio.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
4: In my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
6: i never seen a man How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
7: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests.
3: And it's time for Sheckle City.
6: Welcome to Sheckle City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the Sprat. Chris, Sheckle
0: City, soon to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. And yes, last night, two and one. But we need a hat trick. It's been a little bit. A lot of baseball games. You know, not that many NBA games to pick. But we need a a hat trick tonight. So let's get there. Um, I do have the Celtics, Chris. Minus four at home in game four. So
3: you picked them in six. So you got them
0: winning the night, losing losing in 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 San Francisco, and then winning at home, finishing Uh, Finishing up. So I do have the Celtics minus four. I was 2-1 and last night. Uh, Also, I got the Yankees with the money line over the Cubs, Chris. Uh, Cubs are at Yankee Stadium this weekend series. That's awesome. And I have the uh, run total for the Dodgers at the Giants up in San Francisco. I have uh, under nine runs as the total run. So I got the best bet. Celtics minus four. Yankees with the money line over the Cubs in the Bronx. And the Dodgers-Giants in San Francisco, the run total for both teams under nine runs. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right, there it
3: is, Sheckle City. Um, all right, Rob, tonight, as I said, pivotal game four here. Uh, do you think it's a must win? Like, I mean, an absolute must win. We all know that the Warriors need to win, and it'd be much better for them if they win, but would you, and I know you obviously picked the Celtics, as you just said, so you think they're going to win, but would you declare it over if they win tonight and they go up 3-1?
0: Nope. I would never declare a series over, because I've seen in my 36 years of covering sports, people come back and win. I saw the Yankees, Chris, Demolish the Red Sox in game three, Fenway Park. I think the score was 2004, could, right? Yep. Was Chris, that the, yeah, you know yeah. what the score was? Something like 16 to 3. Right. Everybody's laughing. Red Sox. It was like a softball game for the Yankees. They never and won. And no one game. had ever come back at the. At 3-0, no, right. That's the only in the, that team point, in the history right. of baseball. So right. it had never been done. If you would have told me watching that series, that the Yankees weren't going to the World Series in 2000. I would have told you crazy. I, I Absolutely. Just, so I'm, I'm not one of those guys. You got to win your four games. Last year we saw it, Chris. Everybody won the crown. Chris Paul and the war, and and the Suns, they were up 2-0. Right. And Devin Booker's the next Kobe. And all those narratives that went away when they lost the next four games. So I'm not saying it's over, but I think Boston will win because the thing, Chris, I'm going to uh, – And obviously, Steph, if he's not 100%, that's going to hurt. But the thing I loved the most was despite the Celtics' great start, despite the Warriors coming back, uh uh-oh, here they come, here they come, they take the lead, they didn't panic. And they just fought back, Right. And they won that game. That was a big game for me. Not that they let start, you know, if they let start to finish. Right. Okay, it was just one of those nights. And they did lead most of the night. Right. But I'm just saying it could be like, oh, it was just one of those nights. And and the Warriors didn't. No, the Warriors made a serious comeback, down by 11 after the first quarter. And they take the lead, and the Celtics win. I love that. I think
3: two things regarding that. Number one, we've seen enough from this Boston team in this postseason to know that they're never going away. And we can create narratives. We can, you know, we make arguments. So I you agree. might create a narrative to match your argument. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, if they lose this game, um, how are they gonna feel? That'll be two in a row. I'm just saying, hypothetically, you know, I don't care what the situation is. They've done d- down at home, game one against a legend, Kevin DeRue, really two legends, because no, the fact that Kyrie's not ranked as a top, you know, 20, 30 player of all time, he's a legend because everybody loves his game. And they didn't panic. They get to lay the layup, you know, to win the game. Uh, they blow game five at home against Milwaukee. The defending champs got to go back to Milwaukee, win there, and then go back to uh, Boston and win there. Uh, and then Miami, blow game six. And go to Miami and win game seven. So I agree with you, Rob. You're going to have to cut their head off to to get rid of them. Keep it locked.
4: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between Offering a genuine glimpse Into his world
3: The closest To getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right
2: before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke F. Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke F. Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dioza.
5: And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying. A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.